0: You push a button, and it yells shut up at your dogs, and it slaps your cage, and it, like, stabs them with a needle that is, like, loaded up with some kind of juice, and it causes the dogs to... Your choice, they can either pass out, or they can pass gas, or they can pass away.
1: Wouldn't it be easier just to bludgeon them... (laughs) Tyler? What do you mean, good morning? <laughs> we don't have to do that bit, but I do love a good morning. That's <laughs> good, because I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to either, to be honest. Um, uh, I don't know. This is the tiredest I've ever been doing Doing this thing. I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I am also so I tired. I don't think we've ever mentioned this, but we always record these very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And for some reason today I am wrecked. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, it's the uh, uh, ex knee hello knee
1: hill fit. You know. Eh, I do know. Mm-hmm. That's that's from Lovecraft too. Mm-hmm. It's older Anyways. than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is much older than that, but exactly mm-hmm. said like that is from yeah. Ex me, dark. hello, Sorry. me, he'll fit, you know. Yes. We Is are really dragging this out here. <laughs> uh,
0: well, we can drag anything when we're tired. I like true. my balls. Hey, well, aren't you sitting down? I am. No, you're probably not dragging it then. Uh, you, you don't know me.
1: No, it's true. <clears throat> <sighs> what are we doing here? Well,
0: um, we are uh, uh, doing a podcast. Oh. The Super but Whiskey the... Bros podcast. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. It is. It's, it's extremely exciting because that means I get to drink whiskey uh, that I love. Um, uh, for example, today I am drinking one of my favorite budget bourbons, uh, Maker's Mark.
1: Mm-hmm. Budget bourbons. hmm I wish I had some Maker's Mark. Actually, I do. That's that. Actually, I'd probably have to agree with you. That probably is my actual, <clears throat> my legitimate favorite budget bourbon. Um, I do enjoy it quite a bit.
0: My number one favorite budget bourbon, uh, and I, it may not be a budget bourbon in your area. Obviously, prices and whatnot, your mileage might vary. But um, uh, a bottle of Elijah Craig Small Batch is only five bucks more than a bottle of uh, uh the bottle of Maker's Mark where I am. And you know, I, I, don't think, I still
1: stuff. haven't tried it. <coughs> you talked it up quite a lot, and I need to try it. I, mm-hmm. I, I, the other day, as you know, and if anyone who actually listened to this knows, I bought a bottle of Glenfiddich, and I absolutely detested it, and then I just haven't bought any more whiskey since then because I was like, I don't like the idea of having a bunch of bottles around. I, I don't mm-hmm. like to do that. And I don't go through whiskey all that quickly because I'm not <coughs> sitting here throwing my shots. <coughs> Can you die while oh. I'm not talking, please?
0: I can die all day, every day.
1: Hmm. But, yeah, I still have that laying around because I hate it, and mm-hmm. I haven't bought anything new yet. So is that what you're drinking? No, I'm actually having mm-hmm. the gnaw bone. It's the only other bottle mm-hmm. that I have. I have two bottles, which is what I like to limit it to, um, mm-hmm. which is the the gnaw bone is like the, uh, it's the cask strength. Casket mm-hmm. strength, you know. <laughs>
0: It's <coughs> funny you should mention that cuz the only other bottle I'm sitting on is um uh, uh myself.
1: No, I'd ship it to you if I could. I hate mine. <coughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um you can ship it through UPS. You just can't put it the USPS.
1: You've learned something today, kids. You can ship all of your alcohol through UPS.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Now, you're um, uh, legally required to mark clearly on the box that it contains alcohol, but UPS doesn't, like, scan their stuff like the USPS does sometimes. So just pack it really good and just don't say anything.
1: Yeah. The law is only there to make things worse. kids. Don't ever forget that.
0: Yeah. There's some laws there that, that are helpful. I promise you, interstate commerce laws are only there to make... Money for the wrong
1: people. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. <coughs> By the wrong absolutely. people. I mean, not like me. Go on. Well, yeah. If it, I'm actually giving them the money when that happens, so <coughs> oh, thank you on that account. Yeah.
0: One hundred persons or a person.
1: One hundred persons.
0: Okay. Well, anyways, uh, what we're talking about today. Um, uh, we were gonna be talking about the Insmith Chronicles. Uh, game series duology, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, we're not. So instead of that, we are. We, we realize that we haven't like really, really crapped on anybody in a while. Like mm. the most, the most recent crapping we've done was just on a game, and we didn't have anything against the makers of the game. We just thought it was a poor game. Uh, and so we haven't crapped on any people recently, and so we wanted to fix that. So we're talking about a video with which I am slightly familiar, due to a uh, response video by one of my favorite YouTubers, Rags. Um, uh, and I—that's my only information I have about it. I may say if you watch Rags, you may—I may say some of the same things he did. I may say something completely different. I don't remember what he said, and that's the way I like it. Um, uh, But the video title is, it's by Extra Credits, and it's called Evil Races Are Bad Game Design, Bioessentialism and World-Building.
1: <sighs> I already, I, I, uh-huh. I don't want to make an assumption, uh-huh. just because I want to come into this, you know, nice. just clear-headed, make, make <laughs> all of my, yeah, <laughs> nights, but just the title alone... Mm-hmm. I I, th- I think I'm going to stab it. I think I'm going to stab my computer having to watch this video. I think it's going to have to happen. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't possibly believe that any kind of a really good, positive, accurate worldview <clears throat> is going to come out of a title like this. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, so if the entirety of their argument uh, that they're going to be making here would be um, if everything like if every member of this race is evil and they cannot help it um uh, therefore you know they're the bad guys because they're a member of this race uh and that just makes it that way then that is not creative you should come up with better things if that was the entirety of their argument i would disagree but i wouldn't hate them for it let's just say right. they have an argument and i hate them for it hmm.
1: <coughs> yeah
0: <coughs> gross dang it anyways um so there are some aspects of this that are going to be visual uh those visual aspects will be present on the YouTube video uh they will not be present on the audio only podcast so um this is probably because by the definition only time <coughs> yes audio only tends not to have video elements uh so uh this time and probably this time only um, uh, you may, once you're done listening to this, if you're, if you're listening to it on your favorite podcast app, it may behoove you to go and watch the video again on YouTube uh, after you listen to it on the podcast app. And also after you've listened to it three or four more times on all your alternate accounts. Um, but <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, that is all we need. To, I think that's all the the background for this that we need I'm gonna put the yeah so the, there are some things that you may need to see uh, to help to, to help you understand what's going what's going on here and I'm not going to take the time to describe what is being shown I may like make a statement about it. Uh, but I'm not gonna say this person is holding tweezers in their left hand and in their right hand they have a manicure set. I wonder if those go together. I'm not gonna say anything like that. Um uh, uh, the, anything too descriptive like that. Uh, so if anytime there's a, a visual element, uh, that that will be on the YouTube video, but you'll um, yeah
1: <clears throat> I get it.
0: okay, yeah, <clears throat> so anyway, the the vidya. I'll push play. Actually, Tyler, you push play to see if you have pause and play uh, uh,
2: privileges.
1: Let's push play.
2: (laughs) If you paid attention to the game's discourse on the internet during 2019 and 2020, you might have noticed a reoccurring argument about some species from fantasy media, (laughs) specifically orcs. Now, not to worry. This episode isn't going to be just another member of the chorus talking about how if all orcs in a game are blindly evil, that it's racist. Hold on, I'm
0: pausing. Um, uh, That's, to me, uh, uh, that's foreshadowing right there. Uh, Because he said, we're not just going to be another voice of the chorus saying that if all orcs in this are blindly evil, then it's racist.
2: But rest assured.
1: (laughs) It's a special tool we'll (laughs) use later.
2: (coughs) Instead, we want to discuss how that particular choice is simply bad game design. Thanks so much to NordVPN for sponsoring today's episode. To take control of your internet security, get a huge discount on a two-year...
1: We just want to clarify, we are in fact not sponsored by NordVPN, thank you. Yep.
0: And I'm sure NordVPN is now embarrassed that they sponsored this video.
2: <laughs> Oof. Real quick up top, please welcome James Mendez Hodes, who guest wrote this episode. Thanks so much, Mendez.
0: Oh, also, I'm gonna, I am I, I want you to say this. Yeah, you know yeah, he said earlier? We're not going to be part of that bandwagon uh, that says, um, uh, yeah, We're not going to be part of the bandwagon that, that says, um... Uh... Um...
1: As you type away,
0: yeah, um, yeah. He's, he's, he said we're, we're not going to be part of that part of that bandwagon that says um uh, uh um <clears throat> uh.
1: You're uh, good. At, I have faith in you. Keep. Going. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That 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 says all this stuff is racist. Um, uh, <clears throat> but. Uh, uh, it's, it's so just remember that i said we don't think that it's just blindly racist um uh now that's very important um uh, to to think um uh yeah it's 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 very important to keep in mind that he said that because um uh
1: i want everyone listening want to realize that this. Sean is doing his favorite thing which is trying to do two things at once and Utterly failing at the entire concept.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Um, uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, but I'm, uh, <clears throat> uh,
1: let's
0: see, let me, f- I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to find his, um, uh,
1: Is what? Um, this of silence is brought to you by ADHD.
0: ADHD all day. Um. Uh. uh so yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 he said. Um. Uh. uh so he made that statement. So then he also said it's written by James Mendez Hodes. You have to you have to make a, a a choice there. You can either say it's not just about how it's racist, um, uh, or you can say um, uh, uh, or you can or you can say it was written by James Mendez Hodes. Um, uh, so let's look at this right here. The a quick thing that was written by James Mendez Hodes just last year called the most important point I can make about orcs. He gives a quick description of it. I uh, said, this is the most important thing you could ever say about orcs. And then he tagged it himself. It was on his website. And he called it In Gaming Race Social Justice. Oof. Um uh, the the next thing he wrote was How to Change Your Conversations About Cultural Appropriation. Um Ooh. Uh, Best Practices for Religious Representation. Uh Orcs, Britons, and the Martial Race myth. Um <clears throat> The fortune cookie incident. <clears throat> I don't like this guy, do I? Uh The question. May I play a character from another race? And then here's his statement. My, my answer is yes, but please study how to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Live amongst them for a week. <laughs> I,
0: I want to play... I'm. Uh, I want to play Dungeons and Dragons with this guy, and I'm gonna say.
1: You're definitely I'm gonna be say that.
0: Oh, uh, well, th- this whole thing, <laughs> this whole long thing, is gonna be muted, and then obviously, like like in all like, like in all Dungeons and Dragons things, I'm I'm gonna meet Mendez in a bar. Because they always meet in a bar or a tavern. <clears throat> and I'm gonna walk up to Mendez and I say, okay, I walk up to Mendez's character.
1: <laughs> I've studied them. Are <laughs> oh, you proud of me, uh, father?
0: <laughs> Master, forgive me. <clears throat> uh.
1: I wonder if any single word that
0: I just said will make it to the...
1: (laughs) No, I would say probably not. Uh, (laughs) It's
0: beautiful. (laughs) All right. Continue.
2: Much of the recent conversation on Orcs points out that characterizing a whole species in your game as ugly, warlike, and malevolent might be harmful to real-world groups regularly mischaracterized as ugly, warlike, and malevolent. Hold on.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Hold. 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 Mm -hmm. Hold. Hold on, I'm gonna say the thing you're about to say. <laughs> but
0: this is not this is not the opinion of Super Whiskey Bros. <laughs> incorporated. <laughs> we here at Super Whiskey Bros. Do not think. In case you guys are wondering. Now I am going to describe this for, for not YouTubers. It's a picture of an orc holding a cup of coffee and a black lady holding a cup of coffee. We here at Super Whiskey Bros do not think, we do not think that black people are, what did he call them? What did he call them? Hold on. I believe. We do not find black people ugly, warlike, and malevolent. That is their words, does.
1: not ours. Wow! Thanks, extra credit, you <laughs> racist anuses.
0: <laughs> Mendez wrote this episode of extra credits. Did
1: not illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Talk about pro- <laughs> talk, talk about <clears throat> problematic, buddy. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh. Whoa! Ugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write a game about how this is racist. By the way, how can I be really racist? <laughs> I know. <laughs> keep keep going. <laughs>
2: I'll hit. However, this video isn't that. Though if you want more on that discussion, Mendez breaks it down wonderfully over on his website, and we'll have a link to that in the description.
1: I'm sure he does. <laughs> um <laughs> oh, <laughs> was it? Oh, what you say? I was gonna say. I suppose you're wondering why I drew an old black lady next to an orc, saying that they were all evil and malevolent. Good night, everyone. Uh, and <laughs> ugly, don't for, don't
0: forget, ugly.
2: <laughs> How could I forget ugly?
1: Oh man,
2: <clears throat> I'll, I'll press play. Um, uh, I, but this, here this we're going weird. to talk about something related. Why characterizing a group like this in your game can be lazy at best, and at worst, actively harmful to the world you're creating? Hold on, I gotta pause this.
0: Designing a race that is inherently and actively evil, or that is inherently evil, can be harmful to the world you're creating.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: That is because evil races are harmful to the world that's why we put them in games so we can have a reason to kill these things it's we don't want to just go around willy-nilly killing people we want to save the world and how can we save the world unless there is an immediate existential threat to our world well as it turns out this existential threat can easily come in the form of an evil race. And why is it nice to say that it's coming in the form of an evil race, right? It's If it's coming in the form of an evil race, you never have to say, what are these people's motives? Are there is there any possibility that they could be friendly to us? Now, one thing I like to do is bring in an evil race and then have a single or two member be good. And that is, it's talked about in Dungeons & Dragons that you can do that. Like, no, no alignment is set in stone. But, um, uh... But like, if I'm making like a Lord of the Rings thing, I'm never gonna make a good orc. Um, uh, you may have a brief <laughs> moment with an orc that is, you know, the enemy of my enemy kind of moment. But besides that, orcs are evil, and we'll say, And for the most part, even in you know, & Dragons, orcs are evil. Why are orcs evil? It's because of this. <clears throat> you're cruising through the world, you're looking around. My point is to protect the world from evil. If I see evil, I destroy it. And then you never have to go up to every single every single entity you come across and say, "Pardon me, are you evil?" You go up and you say, "Look, that is an orc, that is a kobold, that is a bugbear, that is a, you know, a, a chromatic dragon." Well, that means these creatures are evil. I now have immediate license to or not a license necessarily. I'm not gonna rephrase it as license. I now have immediately have the knowledge that this creature is evil. That is not bad game design. That is that's that's that it's only bad <clears throat> game design. If the purpose of the game is to uh, use detective work to figure out who's evil and who's not evil, um, uh, if like you know, uh like the only and the only game i can think of that uses that depth detail of detective work um uh is uh, <clears throat> uh is the uh the call of cthulhu series and even then you know all the entities are evil or malevolent if not evil um uh, and it's the porpo- the purpose of the game Did i said the, the purpose the purpose of the game is not to discover whether or not these entities are evil is to discover what entities are causing the evil. <laughs> like, there is no game system that... Uh, 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 hold, on, hold on. I know of no single game system... There we go. <laughs> ...that... Um, uh, the, the purpose of the game is to discover who is evil so you can then fight them. Uh, it's, these people are evil... Or if you have someone who's not inherently evil, you give him a reason for being evil. He hates babies um, uh, and thinks that dogs, uh, s- he thinks that wet dogs smell nice. And uh, he every time he sees an old woman, uh, he slaps her on the butt. But he puts powder in his hand so that now they have an itchy butt. And he makes old ladies... Uh, like that, and um, the last time you saw him, you caught him uh, forcing gerbils to fight to the death with great swords, and like, wow, this man is truly evil. Um, uh, but that it's not lazy game design to have. You know, to, to say everyone who's following, it doesn't have to be race, right? Because it doesn't, in, in, any characteristic, say if you have this characteristic, you're evil. It doesn't have to be an immutable characteristic. It could be everyone who's following this man is evil. Everyone who has a black spot on their left elbow is evil. Um, uh, You can make, if you're designing something, you can make, turn whatever you want to evil that you want to be. <clears throat> As like well, it's just as long as you know you can id the whole purpose is to identify the evil.
1: I, I'll <clears throat> give them a boon here. Um, <clears throat> on on the surface, just simply saying, and they might go into a little more detail uh, that will make me uh-huh. retract a small amount here. But on the <clears throat> surface of just saying, it's lazy. Okay, I can see what you mean by. It's lazy to be like, here's these and they're all evil. I, I understand what they're trying to get across by saying that, but it's worth mentioning if we're if we're um, uh, we're playing an RPG, um, mm-hmm. and you're either creating a world or you're trying. To do something inside of an existing world. You're not writing a book. You're not spending hundreds of pages of backstory to explain yourself. <coughs> we don't have time for that. If you are going to create a world like that. And you want it to be that complex. Then you can probably get around it. But you have people. You mentioned Tolkien earlier. <clears throat> so I won't jump into the Tolkien thing. But I will lightly touch on Sanderson here. Um, he does it. Is currently doing it. And I don't know the whole way how. Because I'm not all the way through <coughs> all the books obviously. But he... Yeah is alluding at this point to how he is doing that and he's doing it masterfully i'm not going to dive into detail but essentially Mm -hmm. you can create a very 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 creative narrative in which there is Mm -hmm. an evil race and it's not lazy it is not Mm -hmm. even a little bit lazy Mm -hmm. it's just fantastic writing
0: Yeah, and well, I, I I will I will say this though, um, uh, the like I man, I don't want to get that far ahead. Um, uh, and I don't think it's any kind of spoiler at all to say this: the singers are not inherently evil, and that's what makes them interesting.
1: No, no, but I mean, like he's. <clears throat> well, you're just, it's like the investigative thing you're talking about um, there. The people in the, in the story are alluding to it and getting there to the answer is really fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just fantastic writing the way they're approaching it. They're essentially being like, if you have a race that's evil, you suck. But it's also an uh-huh. example of what I was saying, like alluding to what I was saying just a second ago. It's mm-hmm. a lot and a lot of writing that lets you get to the answer one way or the other. You don't have that ability. Because they're talking about tabletop gaming right now. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. a video oh, game, the, potentially, oh, or whatever. The, and
0: yeah, the, and they, they, they kind of get into into this a little bit more. And I don't know if I'm going to address this. Since I'm addressing it now, I don't know that I'll address it again then. I probably will, because I like to address things. Um, uh, that's why I send so many letters. But, um, uh... Hey. <clears throat> they, um, uh Um... Uh, they say something to or the they. Uh, I say they I mean the entirety of extra credits and then plus the narrator plus Mendez. Um uh I'm not calling the narrator they. Uh it's a dude. I don't know <laughs> if he thinks he's a dude or not. I assume he n- realizes he's a dude, but he's a dude. Um uh hot take. Um uh, dudes are dudes. Um
1: uh
0: <clears throat> but yeah <clears throat> and he um uh but he says something to the effect of I uh, he, he says something to the effect of it doesn't it's okay if every member of a race happens to be evil that doesn't have to be lazy what's lazy is if you can safely assume just by nature of them being that race you look and say, let's go with orcs you look and you see an orc and it's safe to assume he's evil because he's an orc. That's what he's saying is lazy. And I think... Uh, that's so retarded. It's like, so it's okay for them to... Incidentally all be evil. They just can't be evil <laughs> because they're evil?
1: <laughs> they can happen to be evil. They just can't inherently be evil. So if you write the book... It's like you're writing this game, Like, I just want to go ahead and clarify. That while every single orc you encounter... This entire game will be evil. Rest assured... It's not because they're inherently evil. You're just gonna happen to run across all evil orcs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like. Good luck. Um, uh, yep. Yeah. Well, it's it's like, uh, uh, heck, um, when, when uh, Dungeons and Dragons they removed the they first said that no player character races, um, uh, are inherently uh one way or the other uh, or inclined one way or no no races in general i think they said it are what the heck was that oh. that was a beautiful um, uh,
1: sounding update yeah
0: um <clears throat> but that was um uh yeah, the, the Dungeons & Dragons got rid of... They said no races are inherently one way or the other. They, some races may typically gravitate towards one or whatever, but there's no... You're not in any way beholden to make a race that way. Which I don't know why they made that update to the books, because the books already stated that. Um, yeah. uh, But then they... And then they, they also... Then they eventually got rid of the alignment system altogether, which they had a stupid reason for doing it, but I liked that decision from a gameplay perspective and roleplay perspective. The alignment system was kind of stupid. But um. am uh, uh, I mean, it was good, but it was, it wasn't, uh, it was, it, it was too rigid, I think, but anyways. Good, that's, but limiting.
1: But, yeah. But not they, good, but limiting. Uh,
0: yeah. Good, but limiting. Um, uh.
1: <clears throat> limiting, but not good. <clears> hmm <throat> Limiting, but, but not they, maximizing. I'm just doing this to annoy Sean. Keep going.
0: Um. Uh
1: penis. I made him freak it. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> well but, I didn't make him forget um, penis. He never could forget that.
0: Yeah. But like they announced the reason for it. And it was the same sort of thing that they put up that these that these people said. It's like, well we're not going to say orcs have to be evil because of how much like orcs because of how much like black people orcs are and we don't think black people are inherently evil. And I I read that,
1: like, dude Who's saying that black people are like orcs? Fun fact: I've never once, ever, Mm -hmm. ever, 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 one heard anyone said that, say that, or Mm -hmm. two have ever thought that. But I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it just so I can like pretend to have an edgy argument against this thing. I've never thought that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not one time, (laughs) no one time. I looked at an orc and been like. (laughs) He looks black. (laughs) If anyone's listening to this and they don't know what an orc is, first of all, I don't know what's wrong with you. But second of all, especially in the Dungeons and Dragons sort of realm. I mean, like you're talking like generally this big green tusked, weird haired. I mean, like you don't look at that and think of any human being at all, (laughs) especially not an entire race of people that are, by the way, a very different color. And I don't know if you know this black people don't have tusks. (laughs) They tend in not case, to. Um, in uh, case <laughs> anyone here has never seen a black person before, they don't have tusks. <clears throat> yeah.
0: but I, it's, so, it's just thanks. it's it's so stupid.
1: It's so stupid. Let's, let's, to say that. Let's let's keep let's keep playing some more of this video because we have to get through <clears throat> some more of this before I pass out.
2: Absolutely. When designing a game's world and populating it it with fictional species, a designer might be tempted to (laughs) differentiate them from one another by certain inalienable qualities, like their moral alignment. Violent versus peaceful, law versus chaos, good versus evil, and the like.
0: Yes. I will use certain inalienable qualities to differentiate my races. If there was any possibility that you might see an orc and mistake it for a butterfly, I have failed as a game designer. There must be inalienable qualities that differentiates your creatures, like tusks. And, 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 if it's not lazy to make those qualities physical, then why is it lazy to make them
1: moral? It's this exact same thing It's because Mm -hmm. this entire I think we haven't said this yet, but I think we're going to have to before this is up. This entire thing is really all about just the social justice PC culture thing where it's Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 no. It's because things look a certain way. I mean that's mm-hmm. what it's really coming down to. Someone somewhere, apparently, I didn't know this until you were saying it just now. Mm-hmm. Apparently, someone somewhere said orcs look like black people. Orcs are racist. I can't believe you would make them. And now it's like, well, we have to change the entire game before someone thinks we might be a little bit racist, even though we're comparing black people to orcs in this very video. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, which is uh,
0: which, which is why I'm fine with the fact that people already think that we're a little bit racist. Now we can say whatever we want. <laughs> no.
1: Well, not not quite. <laughs> <laughs> closer. Closer every day.
0: <laughs> I can say whatever I want. See, so watch this Napalm strike incoming.
1: He did. I will confirm he wanted to say that. <clears throat> <clears throat> I hope there's not a napalm strike incoming. Hey, would that'd you press be, play this terrible. time? I'm now holding a baby.
2: It's a common trope in speculative fiction, but especially in the context of a game, <clears throat> painting an entire species with the same moral brush actually weakens the entire thing. Why? <laughs> How? <clears throat> because they've Please said explain. so.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's see let, let, let's see if he explains why. We'll go give him a chance.
2: This idea that a certain subgroup, like race, nationality, or sex, has inalienable traits, is called biological essentialism, or simply bioessentialism. And it's a valid way to talk about qualities like how many legs an animal has, or whether it can fly. But for some reason...
1: (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, we're bringing it up now.
2: But all too often, this concept gets misused in untrue statements, like pit bulls are a violent breed, men are more logical than women, or Asians are better at math. Let me go back to this here. Okay, so we have this picture
0: of, I want to say cute, uh, pit bulls aren't It's pretty cute. 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 Yeah, it, puppy's it's a little cute. bit. Yeah, the the, the the puppy is. And that's the thing. Like, you know, pit bulls are ugly dogs, right?
1: Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you because I think they're very cute, but keep going.
0: Okay, that's fine. Either way, though, I uh, like I don't like pit bulls, but not for the reason that the world tends not to like them. I just they're just not my preferred dog type. Um. Uh, but so it's, uh, it's, it's just a personal preference, not a pit bulls are evil. But right, okay, that's so speciesist. Yeah. Let, let um, uh, So.
1: No, oh, he's typing. He's not gonna be yeah, able to talk. S-
0: <clears throat> no, I'm 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 good here right um
1: uh, he lied so, to
0: you <laughs> yeah i thought i was going to be able to talk uh let let's let's look at this um uh at at this statistic here right so um uh we have um uh, uh where's where's the statistic talking about dog bites by breed or here, right. top ten most fatal dog breeds table. Okay, so say pit bulls are violent. Um, uh, are violent dogs? Well, obviously they are only violent if you raise them to be violent. Yeah. But but if you're just talking about, st- they say statistically speaking. Um. Uh, so, uh, statistically speaking. Pitbulls bulls are the most violent dogs. Right? So, if you look at this, um, uh, uh, th- if you look at the percentage of total deaths by dog breed, the percentage of the total deaths, 65.6% of dog bite, deaths, dog bite related deaths came from pit bulls. What I'm saying is, despite only making up of 13% of dogs
1: pitbulls are responsible (laughs) (laughs) and that's all that we mean by that obviously (laughs) or just saying if you see a pitbull coming at you you cross the street and you walk on the other side of the road (laughs) walk on the other side of the road as a pitbull we We need to yeah, like we need we need to set up a non-pitbulls-only dog park, you know. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. If we could segregate the pit bulls away from the rest of the dog mm-hmm. population. <laughs>
0: uh, but um, uh, but, yeah, but but seriously though, like you know, why do people say that pit bulls are the are the most violent? Well, it's because looking at the statistics, they do. You can't say there are more pit bulls than any <clears throat> other dog, right? Let's say, let's say all things being equal, there are exactly as many pit bulls as every other kind of dog. And there's not. There are. There, there are a little. They're not the most popular dog, right? Um, uh, so, but it's. But let's say it is. That still means they're they're responsible for, a, approximately two thirds, of dog-related deaths. That would statistically make them the most violent.
1: Yeah, so that's the thing. What you said earlier is the case. They're only violent if they're raised to be violent. My, two of my favorite dogs in the entire world are um, mine and my wife's best friend's dogs. They're both pit bulls. I love them to death. I'm about to go let them out this morning after we're done doing this. Uh, they're amazing dogs. I let them around my baby all the time. They're fantastic. Also, if I'm out and about walking around the city and there's on one side of the street, it's a chihuahua coming at me. On the other side Mm -hmm. of the street, there's a pit bull coming at me. I can tell you which one I'd rather be close to, just in case. Mm -hmm. The one I can kick across the street to distract the pit bull while I run away.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that made me think of a video that I saw. A dude was sitting on his front porch, and the neighbor's dog got loose. And it came bounding over. Um, uh, And the dude pulled out his he, – he didn't until the dog got, like, really close to him in that manner, and he pulled out his, his concealed carry and shot the dog. And the neighbor of, you know, was very unhappy, and I think I would also be unhappy if someone shot my dog. But sure. the, he gave an explanation. The, the, the guy said something, and, like, if it was my dog, I would completely understand at that point. It was this. I sa- the guy said, hey, what were you doing? He wasn't going to hurt you. And I said, I. He, the guy said, I don't know your dog. I didn't know he wasn't going to hurt me. And did you see how he was running and snarling at me? And did you, like if so that was my dog, I'd say, hurt me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Absolutely, I He's get like, that.
1: <clears throat> like he wasn't going to hurt you and hurt me. I was like, Well, I didn't know that, so I made sure <laughs> he wasn't going to hurt me. <clears throat> like, did you want me to wait until he did or didn't?
0: Anyways, <laughs> well, we've how, made a hard. How did we left. get on that? <laughs> oh we definitely were going left oh
1: <laughs> no no we were not
2: now chances are if a game is said in the real world that the designers are avoiding these tropes because they aren't real as multiple fields of societal and hard science can readily prove to you so that's yes and no isn't it
1: it's the same thing um, Yeah, it's, the agents yeah, are good at math thing <clears throat> yeah they don't wake up and become better at math but let's be <clears throat> honest a lot of them are much yeah. better at math. <clears throat> hmm They tend to be... There's a reason why the be... statistic is there.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. See, like, like that's the thing, like, if you look at decisions made, why decisions are made, and what's done, and who's where, then you, you say that. Like, you say, Asians are better at math. That is technically false. Asians yes. tend to be better at math. <clears throat> um, uh, uh, Mexicans tend to put 850 people in the same van. Um... Men tend to be more logical, less emotional than women. Like to really just say that is true, makes this it does say that <clears throat> is true across the board, which is obviously not true. But we, but that's the thing though. Uh you have to go on, do that on technicality because if you look at a statistical trend, and you say, look, there are more Asians who are better than math than there are uh, pu- Puerto Ricans. Uh, more Asians are better at math than Puerto Ricans. So to, like when I say, at that point, I say, hey, do you know that Asians are better at math than Puerto Ricans? I'm not saying every single Asian is better than every single Puerto Rican at math. I'm saying, look at the statistical trend. I can see that statistically Asians are better at math than Puerto Ricans. Also watch yeah, someone uh, bring up a study now and I I picked exactly the wrong group and Puerto Ricans are the best <laughs> in the world at math.
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> phenomenal at math. <laughs> but but that's the thing. It's asking you to say in a scenario that you can say all this stuff to your blue in the face. I get it. They're trying to get away from generalization and I can respect the concept <clears throat> of not wanting to generalize. I really can. I understand. But also when the reason why all of these jokes that are now racist and all these Mm -hmm. preferences people have that are now races, and all these things that used to just be the norm that are now races, and I don't mean having slaves, calm down. All these things that used to be the norm were there because it was a statistical thing. These things happened more. This race tends to do this, and that's fine. They're allowed to have a culture. Stop culturally appropriating them. (laughs) No, -hmm. wait, that's the wrong term. Keep culturally appropriating them. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but I mean, if you, if you put three children in front of me, like here is a 14 year old boy from Japan, uh, delicious. <laughs> here's a 14 year old boy from Japan. Don't put those two sentences together. Um, <laughs> here's a, four- here's a 14 year old boy from, I, I don't know, Spain. Here's a 14 year old boy from the United States. Which one of them do you think has had a much more rigorous education than, Based on their culture. Guess what? It's going to be the boy from Japan. Yes. Just simply because that's where they put their focus as a culture. Good for them. They're making themselves smarter. Quit acting like that's a generalization.
0: I can't believe you'd call the, the Spanish stupid, Tyler.
1: <laughs> I've just inferred it, haven't I?
0: Mm-hmm. I inferred it. You implied it.
1: Oh. I always get those two mixed up. Mm-hmm. It's like Depends, annoying. Yeah.
0: It depends on who's doing it versus who's saying it. So I'm the one that said it. So if I do it, I'm implying it. If I
2: said it and you do it, you inferred it.
1: I'm too old not to know the difference. Keep playing the video.
2: But speculative fiction offers us an opportunity to reify or make real various things which don't exist or to exaggerate things which do. Yeah, that's the point.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Now, bioessentialism is a tempting idea in fantasy for some of the same reasons as it is in the real world. Because to our human minds, broad generalizations are comforting. They reduce the world to simple cut <coughs> and dry categories. Correct. I don't
0: understand what's wrong with those doors. Those doors are accurate. Either. It was. All I know is this
1: orc's got some great <clears throat> boobs.
0: Yeah. They said green, blue, and other. Uh, the green door was. The door labeled green was green. The door labeled mm-hmm. blue was blue. And the door mm-hmm. labeled other was neither blue nor green. Perfect. The, the, I, I, Nailed it.
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> You're correct. Keep going. Well <laughs> done.
2: All orcs bad, all elves good. Root <clears throat> for these folks, not <clears throat> for these folks.
1: Boy, that's simple, isn't it? I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not the case.
0: Also, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it. all orcs bad, all elves good. I'm, uh... That is, uh that's obviously not the case, and that's not been the case in, that's not been inherently the case in anything. Like go to, go to Lord of the Rings. Yes, all all the orcs are bad. Um, uh, all the elves were not but, good. Yeah, not all the elves were good. There are plenty of b- very bad elves. See, the the difference between the elves and the orcs was that the elves had a moral choice, and the orcs because they were so twisted and. And made evil by Melkor, they did not have the opportunity to make that moral choice. So, the, you, you could actually say that, so, okay, so here, here is, um, uh, here, here's, here's one thing too, how are we defining evil, right? And that is, these creatures have, uh, they inherently have evil desires, and those evil desires, th- th- those desires that are objectively considered evil, um, uh, and obviously uh, people are going to act on their desires. Um, uh, for them, uh, oftentimes they'll act on their desires, and therefore they will do, you know, whatever it is that, that do whatever is that they're doing. And so, if you have evil desires, then you will perform evil actions, and you are evil. But is what is it that makes you evil? Is it the having the evil desires, or is it doing the evil things? So is an evil race a race that cannot help but act on its evil desires that it has, or is the race just the fact that it has those evil desires?
1: Which, by the way, is culture. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, like, if I have, like, so if, if I have a bunch of evil desires, does that make me evil? Or am I evil because I do the evil things that are based on my evil desires? So if the thing that makes a creature inherently evil is the fact that it has no impulse control, or is it the fact that it has the evil desires? <laughs> and neither neither of those are lazy explanations. It's like like you know, very in you depth
1: can, explanations. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like neither the, so those are the two ways to make an evil race, and neither of them are lazy. The first one is this creature. All of this creature's desires are evil, and it cannot help but act on them. The next one is, all of these creatures. Um, uh, this creature has evil desires, and this creature, for whatever reason, will always choose to act on tho- those evil desires. And then say, why do the creatures always choose to do that? And then say, oh, because they have an evil culture. Those things are brought up as good in their culture. Like, for example, the, uh, the Urgles, right? The Urgles are evil. Evil Urgles. Also, if you make, um, uh, like, if you look at the, the Urgles, the reason why Urgles are evil is because the things that they hold to be moral and just and good are pillaging, slaughtering, and raping. And so, therefore, they are, from the objective standpoint, considered evil because those things that they consider to be virtuous and just are things that. The objective world considers to be evil. That's what makes them inherently evil. Because it's switched in their minds. They are, in their own minds, just. But objectively, they're evil.
1: That's the problem, the real problem with this video, is that if you're going to make the claim that this video is making, you're not thinking hard enough. Mm-hmm. You're not, de- you're not delving deep enough. You're, not, you're just scratching the surface and going, I see a problem on the surface of this issue. Therefore, the entire thing is wrong. No need to think about it. We're done.
0: Yeah. and They, they, they make the statement later, and I'll go ahead and address it now. They said that, is the creature really evil? if and the, the kind of implied one thing and that is like it cannot help but act on its evil desire so effectively this evil creature is an animal it's not sentient so up on the slime right now up on the, slime, up the screen right now we have a crocodile and a slime um uh, or maybe a gelatinous cube i'm not sure um uh, but well, that's what we have up on the screen the thing is both neither of those creatures are sentient both of those creatures act on instinct only so if these creatures are born with instincts that are objectively evil then those creatures are objectively evil if they are just creatures that act on instinct and have no impulse control, like an animal. That makes them... But then they made the argument of, but so if that's just their nature and they can't help it, then maybe the actions they do are evil, but are they truly evil? Because they're not choosing to do the evil things. And the answer is... Yes. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) Or... Or, or the thing is, maybe they're not truly evil because they're not choosing to do the evil things. They're just acting on instinct and have no impulse control. And my response to that is, okay, maybe they're not truly, genuinely evil. They still need to be put down.
1: No. <clears throat> We're only a third of the way through this video. We've been on here for a while. We should really power through some more of it before we vomit.
2: But just like in the real world, bioessentialism can present problems in fiction as well. Specifically, a moral one. The idea that a sapient species can inherently tend towards good or evil acts, or lawful or chaotic ones. And that moral essentialism actually undercuts the greatest strength games can bring to storytelling.
0: That's not the greatest strength games can bring to storytelling. If that's what you think is the greatest strength of storytelling, please never tell me a story. (laughs) I I like to think of myself as a fairly decent storyteller game master uh moral essentialism has never come up because it's not important to the story. What is important to the story is that there are bad guys. Very rarely is it important why the bad guys are bad. There will be one BBEG. Uh, if you don't know BBEG, it's big bad evil guy. And he typically has a good reason for being evil. His minions don't need a reason. Among maybe Yeah, like, maybe there's a quick thing. This man is so charismatic, he's able to convince anyone to be evil for the most part. But that's just going to be mentioned once and glossed over. It's like, wow, that's why all these people are following him. Oh, okay, kill him. You know... the story is not about why are that why are these evil why do they do what they do it's why like what is the cause of the problem what can we do to solve the problem because the problem the story is not about the bad guys the story is about
1: the heroes yeah and not to mention side note here if you've ever read um a hero's journey uh joseph campbell um, he breaks down the concept of every story ever told has been told like this and he's absolutely right um it, it he's absolutely correct in the way that he he lays out the hero's journey where okay. uh, approximately where on the hero's journey is the moral essentialism sean
0: um let's see uh uh I'm counting on my fingers um it's not
1: near there it is <laughs> it's not <laughs> And on we rep- press.
2: <laughs> the players own power to make meaningful, interesting choices and judgments for their characters, including moral ones. By the way, by the way, go, 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 go back to that.
0: Um, uh, it showed an orc sharing food with a human. I don't know who offered the sharing or or whatever. Um, uh, and yeah, so th- that that's that's the um. Uh, uh, and so now you have uh, a race that's considered to be inherently evil, uh, being good. And <laughs> why was that interesting? That it showed it's like they, yeah they they drew that on there to show that that they were they wanted you to see an evil character an inherently evil creature being good. So why is that interesting? Because it actually, it, that would actually make for an extremely interesting character. When you have an evil race, the question isn't why are they evil. It's when you see one that's not, you say why is this one good?
1: Right. And another, a flip on that. Um, basically, what they're doing here is they're introducing the concept of saying like you should explore whether any character you encounter is evil. So let's put that in the, in the terms of a of a video game. Uh, or it could be an RPG, mm-hmm. too, but we'll talk about it for a video game if every single Thing that you encounter <coughs> say God of War where you essentially mm-hmm. just have like a horde of enemies coming at you A lot of them look the same and they're all mm-hmm. just like all they all look the same within their their You know their design types if you had to check Every one of those guys to make sure they're bad before you killed them No one would have played that game if you're out at war in real life and every single person in an enemy's uniform coming at you with a gun, you would have to discern whether or not they're there to shoot you, you would die. Mm-hmm. So maybe, just maybe, things are separated this way to make it an easier experience on the surface. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's good enough, and maybe it's not racist.
0: I wouldn't even say an easier just maybe. experience. I wouldn't say an easier experience. I would say... That's the only way to craft a fun
1: experience, right? But I mean, like these people are clearly—they're clearly saying <clears throat> this is not what you should be doing. They're saying there's other ways, and I'm like, there's not.
0: <laughs> like, if I want to vet everyone that I meet, I would play Papers, Please.
1: Great game, great.
0: It game. actually is a good game, but it's—it's it's l- it's literally just game. vetting.
1: It's literally yeah, just like, vetting.
0: Yeah, it's—it's it's not a combat game. Um, uh, if it were a combat game, I'd hate it.
2: So if a game's creative choices apply a moral valuation to every member of an entire species before the players even meet them, well, now that's just taking that power away from the players.
1: No, 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 no. And they don't get that power.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. A, the players do not deserve that power. It was never a power that I took away from you. You never had the power to decide who was evil and who wasn't. I'm the dungeon master. I decide who's evil. And then what popped up on the screen here was a character with a D on their shirt. I assume D for DM. Um, uh, Pointing at some creatures who were waving Um, uh, and said, All of them evil. And this person, who has a spear, I assume is the player, is angrily saying, I'll decide that. No, you won't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I, as a dungeon master, I have told you that these creatures are evil, and you, without a good reason, say, I don't think they're evil, let me go have a -a tete-a-tete with them.
1: You're getting party killed. (laughs) I
0: promise you you're going to be stabbed <laughs> not by me by the creatures if you keep doing it maybe by me but <laughs> yeah, yeah so you're, like, you're getting
1: but, party killed period
0: <laughs> and the, like and the creatures are waving to imply that they're not evil even though the dm said they were one's well, even saying the, we! yeah and the, the thing is the thing is if i if i'm the dm and i say these creatures are evil and they walk up to you and they're waving at you they're trying to lure you in close, for the kill. I guarantee it. Because they're evil. Do you know why? I, do you know how you know they're evil? Because I said they're evil. I'm always. If I'm the dungeon master, I'm always right. If you <laughs> look at the rule book and say, "Hey, look, the thing you did doesn't match the rule book," I will point to the other rule and the thing that says the DM is always right.
1: <clears throat> and then Sean but, will point to the piece of paper he wrote next to his paper that says "bite me"? <clears throat>
0: I'll, I'll point at the piece of paper that says, we're going to punch you right
1: in the balls. <laughs> and then he does. Mm.
0: And it's, yeah, it, it, it's, it's stupid. Now, the only reason why the player, the, the, there, there are two times a player would not believe that a creature is evil after the DM says that they are. These are the only two times. The first one is you have a stupid player. That says, hmm, "I know the DM said they're evil, but I think I might be able to make friends with them." That's a stupid player, or or I guess I, I take that back. Uh, the player may say, "I player may say, you know, try to do a story thing. Say, I know these creatures are evil, but if I can, but if I can make friends with them, then I might be able to blah 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 blah. But at least that, but that player is still recognizing that they're evil." so uh, the, so that's not a stupid player but he, he recognizes that they're evil but if a player says the DM said they're evil but I don't believe I don't believe that they're evil and I'm going to go make friends with them that player's dead uh, the other time a player may do that and this could be the DM's fault right the DM has said or implied that these creatures are evil but then doesn't do a good job of showing them as being just inherently evil like maybe they're just kind of annoying and then the players are thinking oh maybe these guys aren't so bad after all well that's, that's the fault of the DM um, uh, and I've probably been guilty of that myself. You know, I was like, hey, this mosquito is evil. Oh, he ain't that bad. You know? <clears throat> <clears throat> He's alright. His name's Steve. He's cool. <clears throat> His name is Mastivo.
1: <sighs> oh, no, uh, play the Oh God, no, play the video. Uh
2: And in turn, if a group of orcs, for instance, doesn't even have a choice about their actions, are they actually evil? Yes. yes. Because look, if a person say destroys a house, we call that evil because they chose to do so. Yes. What?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But if a tornado destroys a house, well, I mean, is wind evil? No.
0: Um. So, if a person destroys a house, why? Why are we picking destroy a house anyway?
1: Right. I don't. Oh, because think because it allows I think of you. An evil
0: action. Mm -hmm.
1: it's allowing them to bring in something without sentience to make the same action so that you can have the argument that it is now worse for the thing with sentience to make the action Mm -hmm. and saying, you've taken the sentience away from this thing. Also, Mm -hmm. orcs don't have to destroy a house every time they walk by it. And frequently they don't.
0: Mm. Also, here's another thing. Uh, Trollocs do, I believe, but anyways, you don't know about Trollocs yet. So you'll, we'll, um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that series at a later date um uh but so here's here's what's here's here's what's good um or what's correct i should say um we we have a uh uh why is destroying a house isn't inherently evil right no uh so let's go. actually go with something, because I may destroy my own house, right? I may want to build a house, and my old house is in the way. So I'll tear down my old house, I'll destroy it, so I can do that. So let's go with something that is inherently evil. For the most part... Killing people. For the most part, killing people is inherently evil. So let's look at that. Okay, so if I choose to kill someone and you know it's not in self-defense it's not an act of war I'm a murderer I'm murdering someone if I choose to kill someone I am evil also if a tiger comes up and kills someone is that tiger evil can you call that tiger evil maybe not but it still needs to be put down
1: correct. We also the illustration <clears throat> they gave there with the tornado destroying the home being like, "Well, is this mm-hmm. evil?" Well, nope. Do we want it around? No. Mhm.
0: Yeah, like if I had a if if I had a thing that said press this button to eliminate the tornado that's coming to destroy the house, I push it every will, time a tornado
1: popped up. I will press it. I will press the mm-hmm. button. <clears throat> like, I don't know, Sean, maybe it isn't evil. Don't press the button. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, I think it's friendly. <laughs> It's so stupid. Let's keep so going. So stupid.
0: Also, they are showing... It said, is said it's wind evil, and they're showing a picture. The wind that they're showing is, in fact,
1: evil. Yeah. It's a baby farting Trust a me person. I love, I love that we mm-hmm. said we're not going to describe these pictures. We've described all the pictures. Play the video.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Therefore, if a game's world-building chooses to program every member of a species to destroy, aren't they more like the tornado?
0: <laughs> sure. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay, though.
1: But... <laughs> As we have now said four times.
2: (laughs) Now, if the player's characters are able to make moral choices, but an entire class of NPCs is inherently evil regardless of their choice, then the game is either telling the player that moral choices don't matter, or it's simply driving a wedge between the player's morality and the morality that applies to the rest of the world, blocking the player from further Um, becoming a part of it.
0: Yes, kind of. That is kind of true. It is kind of driving a wedge between the player's morality... Or the character's morality and the morality of the rest <coughs> of the world. And I'll tell you why that is. Because you're playing as the good guys... And you're the one that has to make the moral choices. It makes the moral choices a lot more better... When you aren't trying to figure out the motives of everyone else. When you're, when, when you're sitting there and you're like... I need to make the moral choice to strike down this enemy... I say, the enemy is evil and he wants to kill babies. Then you're like, this is a much easier moral choice for me. And then you say, I want to make the moral choice to strike down this enemy. And you say, well, this person has killed someone in the past. Uh, A few years ago, she murdered someone in cold blood. But now she's a sweet old lady that bakes cookies. You're saying, hmm. That's going to drag the game out, deciding whether or not you want to kill the old lady. We're not here to figure out whether or not you want to kill old women. We're here to have fun and play a game. It's not fun. And that's the thing. is It's poor game design. It is not. Good game design is what makes the game fun. Evil races where you know this is bad increases the fun.
1: (laughs) And not to mention, you're talking back to, like, the cultural... This comes back to, like, Mm -hmm. their... The, what, they're, what they're ignoring here is the concept of culture mm-hmm. inside of a game. We'll go back mm-hmm. to the orcs again. The orcs' culture is to kill all these people. The orcs' culture is to get rid of these people. <clears throat> they don't like them. Okay, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know culturally this individual you're fighting, let's say they're not evil. Let's say the orc isn't evil. Culturally, it doesn't matter if is evil because culturally he's going to stab you. Uh-huh. So you stab him. We don't need to stop and worry about if he's evil because you still gotta kill him before he kills mm-hmm. you.
0: And and that's 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 the whole point too. Is how it, uh, are these really evil? How are they evil? What makes them inherently evil? The whole point is is that you're looking at this from the perspective, like from a neutral perspective. So this creature inherently has the goal of destroying and killing. And that is their inherent goal, which means that they are inherently, objectively evil. Like whether or not, like then, you, then maybe you can look at it and say, but look, they have such good cultural or, you know, special reasons for doing what they're doing. And how can you call them evil when they have, when they're when they're so, so complex? And like this is like, well they're still objectively evil because they they choose they or whether or not they choose to they have the desire and act on the desire to do these things and that desire and then acting on the desire is inherent to them. Is your child scratching your microphone? Actually I was. Oh sorry
2: <clears throat> It's like yeah like it's just it's good to have evil. For instance, in Warhammer 40k, this inconsistency is central to the imperium of man's villainous creed. Individuals' human choices make them good or evil, whereas aliens are created evil. Okay, so...
0: Yes and no. Warhammer 40k is is different. Uh, Warhammer 40k is told from the perspective of humans, and they say, yes, all orcs are evil, and we are either good or evil. But then if you look at it from the orc's perspective, it's the exact opposite. And if you take a step back and look at Warhammer 40k, there are no good guys. That's the point of Warhammer 40k is there are no good guys. This is the worst possible, the, the worst possible yeah, description a or the example. choice. Yeah, Because yeah, in Warhammer 40k, everyone is evil in Warhammer 40k. That's, the, that's kind of the point of it.
2: And of course, Games Workshop (coughs) made that choice to facilitate a war game where lethal violence is the only option. But then folks also saw that in the 40k novels and RPGs, which required more interesting narrative complexities, Imperial heroes have to grapple with and recognize the illogic of that creed based on their own experience. Okay, but now you might be asking, what if you're playing the kind of game where you're engaging in violence because it's exciting and fun, not because of its moral dimensions, where the meaningful choice is about tactics rather than ethics? Maybe the goal is to take moral calculus out of the problem. Sure, one solution might be saying all orcs are evil. Go ahead and shoot them.
1: Yes. That's all the games. Yeah, that's all the games. That's nearly every Uh,
2: game. uh, 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 Fantastic.
1: Maybe you're making the kind of game that everyone's making. Yeah, we are. Mm -hmm. We are. We absolutely are. Keep going.
2: But in that situation, as soon as someone inadvertently feels some empathy, as people often do for anything seeming even vaguely alive, the easy answer Mm. becomes less easy. If I create (sighs) my
0: orcs, if I create my orcs so that you feel empathy for them, I've created my orcs wrong.
1: Write write, write a a book about this then. Write a book about this stuff and make all these moral dilemmas you want. That's fine. Make a story about it. I get it. Stop pretending like this belongs in a game.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. This could make for an interesting story. It could yes. not make for a fun game. No. Like, you, you, you cannot have both the moral dilemma. <clears throat> uh, I say that. I'm sure there's someone who's good enough at what they're doing to make a moral dilemma and a fun game. Um, and a fun combat game. But it would be extremely, extremely difficult. And you're already spending the time making the game. You don't need to also spend time doing that.
1: Yeah, you don't have to sit around worrying about becoming racist just because you don't want to have a moral dilemma.
0: Is that that's what essentially what they're saying is? <clears throat>
1: be careful, <throat> you're going to be racist.
0: Yeah. Do you know who did do a good moral dilemma in a combat game very very well, or what game <clears throat> did that very very well? Uh, no. Dark Souls.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole you do feel the very morally is- dilemma.
0: Yeah, the, the whole purpose from the beginning is they're saying you're supposed to do this thing this is the right thing to do because this is what these good guys want you to do and then the more you play through the game if you pay close attention and talk to people and look at items and like if you just play through the game you're like yeah the good guys want me to do this <laughs> but then if you like pay really close attention to everything and listen to everything and look at what every what is going on everywhere if you pay super close attention you start thinking are these really the good guys and it's it's done very well. So, yeah, yeah the, the, it's possible. The, the,
1: yeah, and the, the thank you kindly. I mean, those kind of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, those types of things in games. Oh, yes, that, that was pretty good. But there, there was, was no world the limit there. There was no world It's just exactly. a plot twist. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that's what they're trying to play this on. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept they're trying to put across here. And it's just, you can't... You can't argue that point. Uh, all there, like this entire video's only point is essentially to say we're not going to say that you're racist if you do this. We're going to say why it's lazy. You haven't shown me why it's lazy. You haven't. Mm-hmm. You've shown me why it makes perfect sense to do everything we're talking about. If you're talking about writing a book, I'll keep saying this because I keep. It's the only rule. The, the only real thing that makes any sense to me to keep going with what they're doing. If you're writing a very 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 in-depth story a very 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 in-depth video game or well, let's say you're doing a D&D campaign you expect to last for months okay. Then you can You have, even then you have to slowly bring in the moral dilemma like you're saying with, Star, with mm-hmm. Star Wars with Dark Souls. You have to slowly bring in that moral dilemma you can't just wake up you're in the game. You don't know what's oh, right or wrong yeah Shoot an orc and, I don't know, I can't do it. But what I'm saying is, (laughs) you Shoot an orc and blow his little face off. That's actually very good, thank you. You can't start the game, make things that are clearly trope, good guys, trope, bad guys, and then all of a sudden be like, oh, and by the way, there's a moral dilemma. You don't know if anything's good or bad. Mm -hmm. Well, that's stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, there's an orc in your party. He's a good guy. You're now in a dungeon. There are three orcs. What do you do? You stop and talk to them, or do you shoot them in the face? Mm. You, this is stupid.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I will, I will say though. Like, say you had an orc or a half orc in your party, you could be like, Hey, you know, I don't know. Uh, we may not be able to take these other three orcs. Hey, uh, Tyrone, will you um uh, talk to those other and see if we can talk our way out of this so we don't have to fight? I could see that.
1: Also, not to not just to go ahead and clarify. Mm. Thanks extra credits for saying that all black people are orcs.
0: Yeah, it was because of them that I named the Orc Tyrone. I had never thought about that until just then.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks extra credits. You made Sean racist. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, and and that 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 sort of stuff could be interesting. Like, you know, you have a member who is not evil for some reason, and now he has a connection with them and he's able to maybe not convert them, but like, you know, <clears throat> de-aggro some situations involving them that could make for some interesting stuff but it doesn't but why it it, yeah but it doesn't change the fact that for some reason this guy's good but the rest are evil
1: yeah so that's the thing but why are we de-aggroing them because they're aggroed Mm -hmm. why are they aggroed they're the bad guys
0: (laughs) yeah and, and that, that, that's, that's the thing. That's the whole point of the game, of the thing, right? It's not that <clears throat> the races are evil. It's the bad guys are evil. And it's whoever I pick as the bad guys are going to be evil. Sometimes I do pick a story where the bad guys are good. They're just less good. I've done that before. Sometimes I've made a story where the good guys were evil. They were just less evil. I'll do both. I'll go take the stories both ways, and that makes for a f- that makes for an interesting story. But it doesn't change the fact that the bad guys are there to be killed. Wh- whether or not you want to call them evil, you <clears throat> kill the bad guys. And if the bad guys, you know, and, and so if the bad guys are all members of a certain race, then within that story, that race is
1: the bad guys. Yeah, and on top of that, like. Hold on. Whoa. I lost my train of thought, didn't I? Yes, there we go. Uh, If you really want to make a game where the entire concept, like you're saying, the most important thing is the moral dilemma. Mm -hmm. That's the Mm -hmm. most important thing. You know what? Go ahead. You go make that game. You find the people that are interested in it, and you go do whatever it is you want to do. And you all pat yourselves on the back for being so progressive and so fantastic that you... have like, we have conquered racism. We've made a game mm-hmm. where the most important thing is the moral dilemma, and all of the races are not inherently evil. That sounds like the most boring thing I can possibly imagine.
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah. thank you. Because if it's still going to be combat involved, you still have to know who the bad guys are. And then, it, but then, if they just say, "By the way, the bad guys are comprised of uh, of these twelve bad guys you see," they're comprised of one orc, one kobold, one bugbear, one human, one elf. If that's the case, though. I know the bad guys are that mixed up. How do I know who the bad guys are?
1: That's what we're saying. Yeah, like so. You have yeah. to. Do you have to engage every single part and just be like, "Hey, what um." What um? Who do you fight for? Are you in our way of doing stuff? And let's assume like let's we're gonna go and approach them. Well, let's. What if they're evil? Now you've approached them and they're just gonna start hurting you. You have to do that every single time. You're just gonna lose all kinds of health points in your game because you have to make sure that they're not bad. You have to approach them and give them the attack of opportunity every time. This sounds stupid Mm -hmm.
0: to me. Yeah, and like. And that's the thing, is that's like if you go up to an to an enemy and you say, uh, pardon me, enemy, uh do you worship the evil god yob Kadoodle? And he says, and No, they go, no, I ah! don't. Uh, they say, I, I, I absolutely do not worship yob Kadoodle. You say, Ah, oh, then we can be friends then and you go put your arm around him and he pulls out a boot knife and stabs you in the chest and says,
1: I worship yob Kadoodle. JK uh, also, by the way, that would technically be considered the attack of opportunity. You now take an extra 2d6 of damage. Uh, you're dead, and please never play with me ever again. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Although, I shouldn't have any players anyway, if my gods are named
1: Cadoodle.
2: <laughs> That's actually
1: pretty fantastic. Let's finish this video. I'm getting tired of looking at these stupid cartoons.
2: And if the goal of your game is to stop players from engaging in moral debates and just fight some bad guys, you kind of got to say something more reliable than, oh, it's fine, they were all born this way. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't.
1: I don't have to do that. Why do do I have to do that? I don't. I don't have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. They were born this way. They were. Lady Gaga was also evil. Hit the button.
2: Fortunately, the real world's made progress on this problem, because sometimes in this day and age, people actually hey, bear visual signifiers. This sign is true. Says, I'm evil.
0: <laughs> this man is evil because of his bad decisions. I believe it.
2: I absolutely correct. agree with
0: that. Only correct thing he said all day.
2: Not because of where I was born, but because of the choices I've made, such as Nazi uniforms and clan hoods.
1: And we've taken a left again. Mm-hmm.
2: Hey,
0: um, this isn't about racism. Uh, why did they pick the only two groups that are specifically known for racism?
1: I notice we don't see any uniforms of the military from Mao's China. That's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't see any um, uh, Black Panthers. No.
1: Mm-hmm. no. We also don't see, yeah, don't see any um, uh, people in Iraq uniforms showing mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. It's, in- it's interesting. It's interesting.
0: Oh, okay, I just, I, did, I Obviously, obviously um, uh, I'm Not exactly aligned with the Black Panthers, but a Black Panther said something, and it made me smile. It made me happy, and I enjoyed what he said. Someone came up to a, there was a Black Panthers, a bunch of Black Panthers out there, and they were all holding rifles. Which, do it. Hold the rifles. Keep your rifles. You know, I love, I love to see people bearing arms. So yeah, (coughs) I'm glad the Black Rifles, the Black Rifles, the Black Panthers Panthers. had their rifles. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, Black Rifle—I don't know if they did it since he was, uh, since he was acquitted. But there have been a couple occasions when Black Rifle did denounce Kyle Rittenhouse, and I'm very, very upset with them. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, which is why I, I will not buy any more Black Rifle coffee. I will strictly be buying War Warrior Poet Society coffee. <clears throat> Interesting. But, anyways, I'm. Uh, and it's the same price too I don't know why I haven't bought it before I, I guess it's because they only released it the last month but um, uh, <clears throat> that could be why but they um uh, uh, they have a uh, what was I talking about oh yeah but that Black uh, a news reporter yeah a news reporter came to the, this Black panther and saw him with a, with a rifle he had an ak-47 pattern rifle and um, uh, I don't know if it was actually a Kalashnikov, but it was that that style of rifle. And um, uh, he was holding it, and she saw him with it, and she said, Is that gun loaded? And this man, he looks at her and says, How stupid would I have to be to carry an unloaded gun? (laughs) Spot on. (laughs) Anyway,
2: Nazis. Then in fiction, we have things like the Hydra logo, a clear visual signifier, but one that denotes choice, not birth. And if the statement that a game is making with its backstory and symbols is that an enemy had a choice and they chose wrong, then that gets way less complicated for a game that's interested in uncomplicated violence. No 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 op-
1: no, no 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 no. The no, opposite no, of no. that is true. The no, opposite no, of no, that no, is no. true
2: if i see a man who's choosing to
0: do evil why did he choose to do evil is there any is there any redemption for this man do i just immediately kill him how can i help him uh like do i do does he deserve death or does he you know maybe he's actually the good guy maybe he has legitimately (coughs) good reasons for doing what he's doing however if if he's a member of a race who's inherently evil he's evil and that's it he deserves to die see how less complicated that is
1: And here's the thing, they went, they finally reached their their answer to this. Here's how we fix it. They're saying, this isn't about racism, it's about laziness. Okay, so you must have some profound, fantastic answer. Yep, make them wear an outfit. That's way lazy. (laughs) So it was about race. It was about race the entire time. Or you wouldn't have said this stupid thing at the end.
0: They shouldn't all look the same. That's lazy. Instead, you should make them all look the same
2: my god, it's amazing.
1: (laughs) Let's finish it up, finish it up. We gotta keep going. Mm
2: -hmm. So whether a game does or doesn't want its players to overthink their characters' moral choices, evil as a choice is just more effective than evil as a bioessential trait.
1: No. False. False. (laughs) Independent fact checkers are found.
2: Oh, also, uh,
0: this particular troll... Uh his <coughs> hand is the same as
2: his belly button.
1: <laughs> it's true.
2: But then of course if everyone wearing the evil team uniform happens to be an orc, or if every orc happens to have chosen team evil, the game wouldn't exactly be communicating that difference very well. Bite me.
1: So who cares? <laughs> then why does it matter?
0: L- literally who cares? And also, did he say it's important that there's a difference between choosing team evil and being born evil? And also, if every orc happens to be evil, then the game is not communicating the difference between choosing and being evil very well. Did he just really say that? So is he literally saying the only way to make a good game is to take a race that should be evil and make some of them good? Is that what, is he literally implying that?
1: He's definitely implying that,
0: oh man, it makes me mad
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <sighs> no, I, i'm i'm not mad i'm I'm not angry I'm smart I'm exasperated
1: broadly. I am this too, but just, I'm exasperated it's
0: just, he's it's so stupid
2: <laughs> <laughs> A quick fix here would be to show some diversity in the evil team's hiring practices, for instance, with evil humans and elves as well as orcs, or conversely, introduce orcs who chosen good and neutral as well as evil why. <sighs>
0: And also, Why? That's, the thing. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. Why should I have to do that? Also, also that does. It does make for an interesting storyline. Uh, that is true. When you say, hey, look, all these people are bad, and then one comes up and says, hey, I don't like those people. Uh, I'm, I look like them. I'm a member of that race. Uh, I am intellectually different, and I am not like them. You know, the, the that makes for an interesting part of the story is getting over the distrust of that person when you already know that they're all bad, and then you um uh, put them there and say now why why isn't he bad and then like yeah that that does make for an interesting part of the story. I get that, but then does he wind up being <laughs> good anyway? Like the uh, the, you know the, the the bad guys in the war of the the war of the gods. Uh, it was the the everlasting dragons. And you think of the gods as being the good guys and the dragons as being the bad guys because the the it was time for the age of gods to happen and the dragons were trying to prevent the age of gods from coming up. The age of the dragons should have still been going on, and it's time for the age of the gods. So the gods fought uh, to bring about the age of the gods, and then um uh, and then one of the dragons turned out to be on the side of the gods. Seath the scaleless was on the side of the gods and he betrayed the dragons, uh, but then. Now it's back to this, and it's time for the age of the gods to end, and it's time for the the dark age of man to begin. And now the gods are fighting to preserve the age of gods. So now wouldn't that make the gods the bad guys? And see, the Scaleless is on the side of the gods. So now he's a bad guy. So is is he still? Is he at? Was he ever a good guy? Because he's he's on the side of the people who we know now to be bad guys. And. <clears throat> So like, it's, mention, it's, it makes it too complicated.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm talking about it being complicated here. It's too much because think about it this way. What would you do if you made, uh, you're playing some Dungeons and Dragons and you've created this beautiful world where there's all this choice and there's so much, all of all this stuff, and you get a third of the way into the game and one of your characters, one of your players, your actual people sitting around the table in front of you goes, I don't agree with your moral quandary. I'm joining the other side. You're, mm-hmm. that's okay. Because we have now have the choice to be good or evil. Because everyone's making the choice to be good or evil, and you've pl- laid out these plain, obvious moral dilemmas. Well, what if they make the wrong one? <clears throat> well, is that so allowed? I, Are you allowed to do that? You take them out of the game. They fight the party. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I actually had a um uh uh I actually had dungeon master that did that one time. It was actually it was interesting. I'll give him that. It was very interesting. Uh, it turns out the bad guy was a good guy from the beginning. He was just after a different goal than the other good guys, and he was a good guy without any morals, and so he was willing to kill to accomplish his goal. But his goal was good, so he would raise villages, he would kill people, he'd do whatever. But his goal was good, and we had the choice later on to join with him or stay with the other good guys, because there were no bad guys. It was just good guys,
2: and That's we had the choice a to, get to do that.
0: And we we had the choice to be to decide which good guy we were with, and there was actually the very last session of the of that campaign was PvP, because some of us chose that's, one side, some of us chose the other. But that's
1: different. That's just the ending to. Mm-hmm. That's just the ending to Streets of Rage. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's, it's okay, exactly the ending but, to Streets of Rage. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, still, you haven't done it. But that's still not doing what they're talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: It's still not what they're talking about.
0: Yeah. Hey, let's talk about how, real fast, how Tolkien and H.P. Lovecraft were almost certainly both at least a little autistic. And they wrote phenomenal Easily. stories. And my dungeon master that I was talking about writes really, really good stories for D&D. And he's more autistic than I am, and I now I think that's related somehow.
1: And no, uh, autism. Savants. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. Anyways. And a good example of a series getting but, better and better at this over time is Mass Effect. Because in the first game, Commander Shepard never meets a nice Batarian or a fun Geth. But then, spoiler alert, most of these evil species turn out to be as complex and interesting as the human ones as the trilogy progresses.
1: Shut up, shut up, shut up, and here's why. You're making the point I was trying to make earlier, and it's... No, here's the thing. You're trying to make a point here, but in Mass Effect, when you walk around a corner and there's a whole bunch of people with guns and you know there's combat do you stop and make sure that they're good or bad let's say you get to mass effect 3 where this is happening where you see some of these people who would normally been bad and now they're good you're just making this is the point you made earlier about it's interesting sure it is if you walk around a corner and there's 16 people holding guns are you going to try to sneak up on them and kill them because you know they're bad guys or do you go well i've met one of these that isn't bad let's change the entire dynamic of the game
0: you're not going to do that cuz you see the red health bar above their body, and you know
1: they're a bad guys. <laughs> exactly, and same thing would be in a Dungeons & Dragons game. They're like, you encounter an entire group of these people. What is your reaction? I'm gonna walk up, I'm gonna see if they're friendly, I'm gonna check on them. Not one, not a random one, not one person, a group of people that you know are generally bad. Screw you for this, re- screw you for this analogy.
0: Earthman, one bite and you die. Earth- <laughs>
2: All right, play it again. Broad moral generalizations about species or culture not only doesn't make internal sense, but it also leads to less evocative, less rewarding worlds and games.
1: It makes perfect sense. Why? It makes makes perfect sense. sense. It makes perfect sense.
2: But -hmm. we can solve that problem by following our best creative instincts to diversify, deepen, and complicate the worlds we create and its denizens.
0: Um, because I'm going to play I'm going to play a sound effect right here Shut the fuck up You're a fucking bitch. Shut the fuck up You're a stupid cunt suck my dick Uh perfection <clears throat> And I I might sing a song with you be- right now Tyler because it's some um, uh, uh uh because it's a song that people must sing together And it it goes like this. So let's all sing along and we'll sing the chicken song. I hate this, man. So what's going to happen is it's going to say, let's all sing along and let's sing the chicken song. And it's just going to be... (laughs)
1: <laughs> just assume we said okay. something there
0: yeah so we uh, th- just just <clears throat> i want you guys to listen to the chorus of chicken talk by richie cavanaugh
2: just do it it's
1: everything we're trying to say <clears throat> <sighs>
2: This way, players won't be incentivized to make snap judgments about our game's orcs or aliens or undead based on moral absolutes or body types. Instead, we'll all be driven to investigate, explore, and learn. Our players will invest themselves more in our games, and because they're human, ask the hard questions to push our design into even more enriching and unexpected places. Plus, you know, maybe if we ditch this whole evil race's line of thinking. If one day orcs or extra-dimensional horrors or even Isekai protagonists pop out of a portal, they'll offer us humans the same courtesy. I wouldn't.
1: No. No. You're just gonna roll the dice every time you see something you know is normally bad? Mm -hmm. You're gonna die.
0: Oh, I'm I'm gonna roll the dice every time I see something I know is normally bad, and it's gonna be a (laughs) d20 to hit.
1: I'm gonna be rolling for initiative. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Got him. Yeah.
0: Now that's it. We're done. Yeah, that's that's the end of the.
1: <sighs> Good God. Huh. It's so it's like, it, we're not saying it because it's racist. Look, we're not saying it, but because it's racist. But also, let's make everything twice as complicated, because otherwise, it would be racist. It'd be
0: racist. <laughs> oh man, that's so stupid. <laughs>
1: I don't want to I talk just, anymore I, about it. <laughs>
0: I hate people, man. I hate I'm depressed people. now. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> this is the but longest video we've see. ever done, and I'm not mad about it.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, uh, the thing is, it's not kind of got quite gonna hit because we did. There's so much recording before time that's just gonna be us jabbering about nothing. Uh, there's gonna be enough cut that's gonna it's gonna stick around an hour and a half, which isn't enough to divide it into two. Uh, let no. me look at this. So, this episode is going to pop up on November 2nd. Um, what are we recording on the 4th, Tyler? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a by calendar in front of me. Yeah. By the time you've heard this, you will have... Uh, well, I, I put it on Discord. Um. Uh, by the time you've heard this episode, we will have already recorded part two of the Way of Kings book club. Um, so... Uh, yay for that. Uh, the next thing we'll, we'll be recording after that is so so when you hear this, the next thing we'll be recording if you want to make comment about it, is whatever we're recording on the 4th. Because this is going to come up on the 2nd. Let me open up Discord here. Um, go to my thing, November 4th or December 4th. Whisper in Darkness book club episode. So any discussion you guys have, if you want to put up anything about uh, opinions, thoughts, Questions, comments regarding the Whisperer in Darkness, um, you can put that in the you can put that in the book club discussion. I know I put the made a statement below this point. This discussion after part two of the Way of Kings. Ignore that. Uh, well, don't you do, still don't do anything beyond part two of Way of Kings yet, uh, because it's not. Well, I guess by the time that you've heard this, it will have already been recorded so part two of way of king so you can go ahead and i guess yeah go ahead and start making your discussion about part three if you want uh but
1: do whatever I'm you want gonna, time isn't even real
0: yeah i'm not going to put up a thing that says do that until then if i even remember do that but go ahead and put up discussion if you like uh regarding uh Whisper in darkness hopefully i can look out th- there'll be a few points in there and i can look at that and we can bring it up in our book club episode uh expect another um uh, retardedly short synopsis from me. That's what I do best. Um, uh, it's the only reason why I... It's the only thing I'm any good at doing in regards to these book club things. Um, and that, that'll that be about it. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was yeah, going to go over the whole up. schedule, but... Oh, <clears throat> I need to no, change this. Remnant, December 11th. Remnant is not going to be on December 11th. That's going to be the Innsmouth Chronicles... It's on December 11th.
1: I'm going to summarize everything you just said. Uh, time is a social co- social construct, and everything is permissible. Mm,
0: uh, every, nothing is sacred, everything is permitted. Good night, everybody.
1: Have fun.